This is In the Sixth of It, episode two. In the last two weeks, there's been very little in the ESFA bulletins of consequence to people who use the census. The only thing that has been of interest recently has been the publication of allocation data. Uh, always very useful to have, particularly if you want to compare your funding to everyone around you. I've started doing some work at looking at this. Quite a few state forms do appear to be getting things quite wrong. Um, a few have very, very low funding. Make sure you're not one of them. In the absence of anything significant in the ESFA bulletin, I think I'm going to talk a little bit today about some of the questions that have been raised on the various bulletin boards, particularly what happens when a learner arrives after census day. This is one which keeps cropping up regularly. A learner that arrives after school census day, effectively you will be educating them in this academic year for no funding. It will be free. You, you generate no funding going forward. So let's look at what that actually means. The only learners that will count in your allocation are those who are with you on census day. Therefore, this learner wasn't with you on census day and won't count as a learner number when ESFA publish the allocation data in February. So effectively, no, the learner is generating nothing in what will be the 2019-2020 allocation process. If we look at what happens to the learner's funding factors, that is what they generate from the programme of study that they undertake in the remainder of the year. Several years ago, we came across an issue where learners who arrived after census day were being pulled through with zero hours, prior attainment data wasn't put in place properly, um, and these learners were actually dragging funding down quite considerably for a few providers. ESFA were made aware of this issue, uh, didn't formally respond to it, but a couple of years ago we had a, a change in the way that the allocation calculation toolkit was calculated. Rather than having just a learner being a start or not a start, we developed a third category of learner, which was a learner who started after census day. Anything that that learner did in that particular year was not counted in terms of the funding factors going forward. So if we consider a learner that's arrived after census day this year is with you now, we've already said they're not going to contribute as a learner number for the 2019-2020 allocation, but anything they do on their programme won't be counted in terms of funding factors in the 2021 allocation. Which is why I say effectively, the learner is generating no funding, you are educating them for free this particular year. The argument ESFA used to justify that, because in your view you will consider that is unfair. ESFA's view is, actually you get some learners who leave soon after census day, and it is a swings and roundabouts and balancing operation. Whether you get the full balance of it is debatable because the learner who's left after census day will be counted as not retained and therefore you lose £2,000 um, and you may not lose a learner in that particular year. It is, as I say, ESFA look at it globally in terms of a balancing act. Um, whether it is really fair or not, 
I couldn't comment on that fully. Um, there are arguments on both sides. So this has been a quite a, a short section on that. Um, if I look at a couple of the other questions that have been raised and, and a couple of other issues that have come up, um, I spoke to a couple of schools who have been having problems with the condition of funding side of things. Um, and there's a, a little bit of confusion going off around condition of funding. Effectively, a learner who doesn't have an approved pass at GCSE in maths and English has to be involved in study of maths and English to meet the condition of funding. The area of concern is around IGCSEs. If you have an IGCSE at key stage four, it counts as an equivalent to the GCSE. However, if you're teaching the IGCSE within your school and you put the learner into a reseq class for the IGCSE, that is actually not an approved qualification. So you actually have to teach a different qualification to meet the condition of funding. I know it sounds confusing, I know it sounds stupid, but that is what it, it sits as. Um, so one of the reasons that when you are choosing your condition of funding qualification, you need to check within the learning aims register and confirm that that qualification meets the condition of funding. That is all for this week. Hope you have a good week and look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks. Um, when I may have, no, I won't actually be able to report at that stage when I've been, but I, I may be able to tell you about my preparations for going down to the House of Lords to meet with Lord Baker, have tea with Lord Baker because of the, uh, the work I've done with UTCs over the past couple of years. Uh, and in recognition of that, I've been invited to the House of Lords for Christmas tea, which is very nice and very unexpected. And I'd like to thank the UTC movement for extending that invitation. Have a good week.